Hey, long time no see. Um, well, if you haven't heard already, part one of the fall winter capsule from Revival Apparel is out now. It's called Lemonade Stand. I'm really excited about it because it's going to start this whole story that's going to unravel over the next few weeks. But I figured no better way to reintroduce Bright Idea than to go over unfinished business, what that is, uh, how Lemonade Stand plays into that. And then I really wanted to use this episode to kind of break down the story and the ideas in the, the playlist that came with the release. So starting with what the heck unfinished business is, I think it the best way to put it is that it deals with a lot of instability, a lot of unaddressed um, fallacies, inconsistencies in self-image and self-worth. It ultimately turns into a story of what I would call deconstruction in myself in who I wanted to be and most importantly in my faith and how that kind of all boils over. And before I even released Lemonade Sand, a majority of this whole capsule was mapped out pretty well, which is actually really different than most any revival release that's come before it. Most of those are pretty spontaneous and off the cuff. If you know me and you know how I put together revival releases, you kind of know what I mean. Um, yeah, everything kind of just flies all over the place until it's release day and then everything kind of falls into place. But with this one, I definitely was able to slow down and make sure that I was telling the right story and the story that I wanted to tell first and foremost. And I think that really played a big role in how this product kind of came together in the end. Like even the last part of the capsule called Third World, which I'll reference more and more as the weeks go on, was actually the start of me piecing everything together. So all four parts of this, if you want to call them that, were originally supposed to be unrelated and tying them together and working backwards from the ending to the beginning was really weird. Um, it, it was just, it was not normal for me, but that was actually a really good way for me to introduce music as the thread to kind of tie everything together. Like integrating music into this story helped me share in both a tangible and a really uncomfortable way how how unfinished everything actually was. Like I think the way that these playlists end and honestly begin kind of leave more on the plate, like more questions than answers. And I kind of liked how that came together. A lot of this whole idea of being unfinished came from, if you recall, the Evergreen release that happened earlier this year. The last line of the titular poem um, said, where a rose can bloom unfinished. And a lot of what I meant in that line was sort of how a lot of the vulnerabilities and the imperfections that we see in ourselves are actually the places of the most beauty and the most potential and purpose for our growth. And I just wanted to expound upon that with this release, which is really fun to do. Like in making a lot of these playlists, the goal was really for me to wear my heart on my sleeve and really just speak vicariously through a lot of these artists and the stories that they kind of wove so that you as a listener could as close as I could get um, to you hearing directly from me. Obviously, I'm not a musician, but um, this is the next best thing. So, um, yeah, I, I came into it with that mindset of, hey, I want to say exactly what I want to say, get in, get out, and then tell the story. And a lot of playlists in the past haven't really been like that. They've been more thematic. They've been kind of with general vibes and aesthetics that were tied together, um, with the exception of Loved and Lost. That product was a pretty big narrative series so that one followed a, a linear arc but coming in right off the bat this this playlist was just me unloading on the titular theme which is pressure and it starts off from the very first track uh the artist simi talks about being authentic and how that's such a heavy burden which whether you're creative or not i feel like that's such a huge and often not talked about thing just this whole idea that 
being under the pressure of life and society and your friends and your parents and from all sides and then ultimately yourself, it prevents you from really being able to be who you're supposed to be and who you want to be. And I wanted that to be the first thing you heard to kind of lead you into this whole mindset because with the whole concept of lemonade stand and lemons with this, um, the, the obviously the saying, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I wanted to play off of expectations and play off of the quote starting with that. So um, yeah, I, I wanted to explore the notion that there's not an immediate solution to the pressure in this case. Obviously in the saying, when life gives you lemons, you take that and you make something with it. But in this case, there's no sugar, no water. You're just kind of in it. Uh, it showed up in a lot of the visuals for the project, was which um, the project, which was really fun to put together. I had a blast shooting the photos. Um, shout out Matthew. But yeah, even with the quote, when life gives you pressure, I was just trying to make a tongue in cheek reference at the usual saying by kind of alluding to the fact that you don't really have lemons or anything that would really be useful or valuable. You just have pressure. And whether it's to do this thing or to become this person, a lot of these tracks on the playlist really dive headfirst into that feeling of desperation and that anxiety. Um, and it all sort of blends with these feelings um, and this worry. And ultimately, I just wanted to show how lonely it feels to be in a spot like that. Like one of the underlying themes in this product that I was really struggling to portray was friendships and like circles and how even in the midst of all of that, you can still end up feeling lost and sort of overwhelmed, which was really hard because you don't want to delegitimize or seem like ungrateful for the people in your life. But at the same time, just because people are there doesn't mean that they're necessarily the best people for that season or that they're even meant to be in that season at all, which in a few of these tracks, I really wanted to put myself out there in a really ugly way, kind of up close and personal to make you question the storyteller, which in this case is me. So, and leave, I wanted to leave everything pretty open-ended. So there's no right or wrong. And a lot of these viewpoints and perspectives really leave more questions than answers, which I, I appreciated and kind of had me learning more as I was putting it together about the situations I was trying to reference or I was trying to portray, um, which was really fun to kind of see unfold. Like from Kendrick talking on the song Feel about how nobody's praying for him or on the song Priorities, um, a few tracks after that, trying to navigate prioritizing friendships and something as simple as like texting back. Um, it, it's a lot of these little things. I, I wanted to pin myself under a microscope and really show how these pressures kind of accumulated. It's really death by a thousand paper cuts as opposed to just one big thing that knocks you out. And it takes on a lot of different forms. A lot of them show up on the track list, like for example, pretending and trying to put on this bravado, like in the interlude track, 10 times stronger. Um, there's seclusion. There's a lot of isolation. Most importantly, there's a huge one, which is pride. Um, and when life beat me up in this instance, I thought it was really funny that being away from friends, um, the anxiety, the weight of everything, it, it kind of forced me to develop this unearned pride that was more of a survival mechanism than anything else. Because I think that when you get into this headspace that it's you versus the world and that the only way to stay like up is to keep feeding your ego, it, it gets pretty ugly. And I feel like everyone kind of struggles with this to some degree. Uh, I, I hope you're aware of your own, but like it boiled over in this playlist and it's something that I really wanted to explore over the course of these four releases. And so I, I had a really tough time, but also it was really fun getting to see how that expressed itself over the course of this whole story. But yeah, I think a big point was just trying to navigate the balance between knowing my worth and 
understanding my my value and then compensating because I felt like I wasn't being loved in a way that felt authentic to who I was. I like to think all of these themes came into a climax in the track Smile, like in the middle of the playlist. I don't really want to talk too much about it because it's explicit, it's unfiltered. It's really just me pouring out all of the frustration and the baggage um, that I have to ignore on a day-to-day, whether it's family, money, my business with revival, mental health, loneliness, um, I, I don't know, probably some other stuff in there too, but all of it, it's just, it's not pretty, but it's not really meant to be, which I really loved about how it tied everything together. And it really leads into the back half of the playlist and a huge part of the whole Lemonade Stand concept, which was this idea of helplessness. It sets up the next part of the series pretty well, so you'll kind of see things unravel as more stuff comes out, but it's just sinking deeper and deeper into this sort of hole. And I really love how it captures the change in energy and emotion because I think the first half of the project feels really angry and to find the result be this lonely, depressed, self-loathing, nailed really, really accurately where I was at and where I'm still at from time to time. And you start just sinking into the floor so much that you kind of grow apathetic. And that helplessness was important to tell this story. And I feel like the second half of the album does a good job. And then that leads into the ending, which um, Trying by Annie Minio is the, I think it's the second to last song. And it does a beautiful job of putting a not so neat bow on this whole project, which I really liked. Because aspiration and achievement was where this whole thing starts. And so having a song like this fit right in, I didn't really care for a neat closer to the story. So honestly, it works more as a checkpoint. I feel like each of these four parts, as you're about to see, they work more as rest stops, but none of them are destinations. Well, with the exception of the last one, but I guess I I can't really say too much on that now, but more on that later. Um, So yeah, it was just about feeling inspired about trying to make your mark on things, whether it's in your industry, whether it's with your craft and your relationships. I mean, little things like fighting lust or like not cussing, like being good at what you do, like those things add up and they seem silly on the surface. But when everything feels so, so unfinished, you feel like you keep getting punched before you have time to recover from the last thing that hit you. And I I thought that was a really nice song to portray exactly how I was feeling exactly how I feel now even and it just really highlighted the whole essence of the the project so yeah it was really fun to put this together but also really necessary and I felt like in terms of making something impactful but opening myself up this product did it on a level I don't think I've really done before I know I haven't been the most consistent with revival but it's honestly because I didn't want to keep going like this these pressures that I talk about all over, well, I I talk about metaphorically, I guess, or vicariously on this project, a lot of them prevented me from being vulnerable um, in what I wanted to say, like like referenced in the first track. And it made revival in and of itself. I know it's corny, but it made it my own finished business. So I I really loved getting to, to share that part of what I've been dealing with kind of in the time away. So I hope you love listening to the project, and I definitely hope you check out the shirt and the trucker hat, which I'm currently wearing. But yeah, I hope you love everything as much as I had fun putting it together. There's a lot of other little themes and Easter eggs and nods I put into the playlist as well. Like there's this whole motif with dreams and sleep that kind of takes place with the nightfall and dawn opener and closer tracks. Um, that leads directly into this whole dream sequence with Almost and then the first lines of Tales of Dominica. Um, there's another little nod with the voicemail at the end of the song Priorities. And then I know the next track is like Pride 
Um, cause like at the end of priorities, Andy's mom is talking about how he's so humble as a little kid. And then, you know, there's, there's little things here and there. And then, you know, jet fuel leads into the song moon. I, I went crazy with it. I was just being meticulous with everything. So definitely listen to it with more than a grain of salt. Uh, I would recommend you overthink it. I, I'm definitely sure that I have, but it was, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, the next part of the series should be out pretty soon, but I'll be putting on a special release before then. So be sure to check in through Instagram or your email inbox to have release dates on that. But thank you so much for the love and support on this release. It, it really feels good to be back. So more than anything, yeah, it, it, it just feels good to be back and, and making stuff that feels like it's unabashedly authentic. And I feel like that's a good spot to be in. I feel comfortable in my own skin for the first time in a while. So full steam ahead. I'll catch you guys in the next one. But for now, um, peace. <laughs>